0: Good morning, family. Happy, happy Monday. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I want to encourage you this morning about making a decision. James 1, starting at the sixth verse. No, I'm going to start at five. It says, If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give to all men liberally and unbraid it not, and it shall be given to him. But let him ask in faith, wavering nothing. For he that wavereth, if like a wave of a sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not this man think he shall receive anything from the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. I'm encouraging you today to be sound-minded. Sound, one mind. To make a decision on what it is that you want to do with your life, with ministry, with your job, with your relationships, with your children. We need to make a decision. God cannot bless a double-minded person. God cannot bless a double-minded person. And I've been in both positions. I've been where I was tossed to and fro. One minute I'm over here, one minute I'm over here. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And when you don't make a decision, we what we do is put ourselves in a position for nothing to happen. Nothing is going to happen. It says in verse 7, for let not this man think that he shall receive anything from the Lord. Nothing is happening because we haven't made a decision. God is the God that blesses people who are willing and ready to make a decision, a sound decision, not a wavering decision. Not I'm tossed to and fro decision. Not I'm here today going tomorrow decision. Not I'm gonna serve you when everything is right and then when things start going wrong, I don't want to go to church no more. That I'm gonna make a decision that I'm gonna be planted and rooted in the house of God, that I'm going going to make a decision that I'm going to love my wife and love my husband's past our storms that I'm going to love my children past their rebellion that I'm going to give my all in this job past that I feel like that they don't appreciate me and they're looking over me or I'm going to stay in this relationship even though I don't feel like they're loving me or treating me that well. But I see potential and I know that they're going through things. So I, I'm, I'm going to make the decision because we, we go backwards and forwards. Oh, I'm leaving. I'm not going to leave. I'm leaving. I'm not going to leave. And we say many things with our mouth, but God is the God who searched the heart. What is your heart saying? We hear what your mouth is saying, but what is your heart really saying about that job? What is your heart really saying about your children? What is your heart really saying about your spouse? What is your heart really saying about your ministry? What is your heart really saying about things? This is what we need to access. Because our mouth is saying a lot of stuff. Even Jesus said, many of them say, Lord, Lord, with their mouth, but their hearts are far from me. What is your mouth saying about what it is that you want God to do in your life? Because if you're saying, God bless me with this, but your heart is scared and your heart is wavering and your heart is tossed and your heart is all over the place. How can you expect God to bless it? God had to challenge me with that. God had to challenge me, you say you want this, but your heart is not there. And when your heart is not there, you don't put the same energy, you don't put the same effort, you don't put the same attention, you don't put the same love. You don't do things the same when your heart not in it. So that's how you can really determine if you really want something. Is your heart really in it? Not what your mouth is saying, not what you're telling people, not what you're posting on the gram. What is your heart really saying about the things that are going on in your life? Because if you're ready to transition and move and go into a new job, make the decision. Start moving in that direction. You're ready to shift careers. Start moving in that direction. You're ready to move to a new city, a new state. Make the decision and start putting yourself in motion to, you know, go in that direction. Whatever it is that you need to make up your mind and do, do it. But be sound about it. Don't be double-minded because when you're double-minded, the Bible is saying, don't even think about asking God for anything because you're not going to receive it because you're unstable and God don't feel like he can trust an unstable person. Can I really trust you with, can I really trust you with what you're asking me for and you're unstable? Can I trust that you would bring me glory, but you're unstable. Can I trust that you would put all of your heart in it, but you're unstable. You're not really sure you want to do it. What are the reasons why you doing it in the first place? We got to ask ourselves these questions. Why do I really want to do this? Why do I really want this thing? Is it because it's something I really, really want? Or is it because it'll make me look better? Or at least I think it'll make me look better. I look like I'm doing something with my life. Is it because other people is doing it? Why is it that you really want what it is that you're asking God for? And when you know why and you know, you know, you really know why you're doing it, then you have no problem putting your all into it. Because if you could be honest with yourself and say, you know what, I'm not really doing this for myself. Then you ain't got to worry about it. You're not going to you start putting your effort and start putting your time in the things you really want God to bless. Because God is not going to bless a mess. So we have to make a decision and say, you know what, Lord, all right. I've been double-minded. I've been wavering. I said one thing. I'm doing another. I'm doing another. I'm saying one thing. And then I have the audacity to want you to bless it. I want you to, you know, bless me and, and, you know, open the windows of heaven for me. But yet I haven't even made a real decision on what it is that I want to do with my life. All I know is I want to bless the Lord. Bless me, Lord. Bless what? What is God blessing? Blessing your unstableness? What is he really blessing? So I encourage you this morning because it's a new morning. It's a new week. It's a new opportunity. You woke up this morning. God has given you a new opportunity to make a sound decision and begin to walk in that decision so he can bless it. Let me tell you, family, God really want to bless us. He really do. He really want to bless you. It may feel like he don't. And the reason why it don't feel like it is because I'm pretty sure. And if you could be honest with yourself, you ain't really making no decisions. And what I mean by really making them with your heart, that there's nothing changing your mind about the decision that you're making. That's when God starts blessing it. When nothing and no one can change our mind about what it is that you're going to do. Because when you put your heart in it, you put your all in it. You're putting more attention to it. You're putting more love on it. You're putting more respect on it. And when God sees you moving in that way and that you're intentional because we serve an intentional God. It was only one time that Jesus said, only once, and that was in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, Lord, if you can, pass this cut for me. But nevertheless, not my will, your will be done. That's why I love the Lord because he's really been tempted in every way where he wasn't sure if he really wanted to do something. But he had to make a decision in that garden. And his decision was to do the will of the Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jesus had a, a one-time opportunity where he wasn't sure if I really wanted to go to the cross for these people. He knew all that he was about to endure. And that was the one time, Lord, you know, now that I think about it. <laughs> now that I think about it, um, if this cup can't pass from me... Um, i really i don't know i don't know if i really want to die for all of these people you know (laughs) but he said nevertheless it's not about me it is about your will and i'm going to do your will all the way to the end so if you're in a if you're in a season right now and you're trying to make a decision i want you to draw from that scripture i want you to draw from that scripture of where you need to make your decision nevertheless Because you need to know what God will is for that situation. And that is key more than anything. What is the will? What is God's will for that job? What is God's will for where you be, where you're living? What is God's will for your relationships and your marriage and your children and your ministry? What is the will of God? That's the most important thing. Jesus was able to make a decision because now he knew what he wasn't sure about, but he also knew what God wanted. And he made the decision to go with God. And it would be a lot easier if we spent time in the presence of the Lord that we knew what was his will for our life. If I knew that, you know, what was the will for God's life, then I can make better decisions. And it made me think about when i was with at my job i've been my, with my company for almost eight years and i used to work downtown jersey city and i remember <clears throat> you know and it, nobody likes being demoted nobody and i was the manager downtown and then um my gm told me that they were doing this you know management program where they're putting other managers under you know higher managers so i actually got demoted to be someone's assistant your girl was pissed. Like, um, Lord, I pray for this job. I worked my butt off for this job. What do you mean? I don't want to be nobody's assistant. And I really had to go to God because I was bitter for like a month, a month because I was demoted. And I had to go to God and humble myself and say, Lord, what is your will? Because I'm ready to leave. Like I don't, you know, I got the skills, I got the credentials, like I could go to another job. Like I am not beat. I'm not being nobody assistant when I just was a manager. No, I'm not doing that. But I've, what I've come to learn with God, the humility is so important. God calls you to humble yourself. He will exalt the humble. But I went before God and I said, Lord, what is your will in this situation? And I have to be honest and humble myself enough to say the will of God was me to stay this man's assistant. You know, I didn't like that. But when I humbled myself and said, nevertheless, not your will, not because I wanted the title of a manager. See, we all want titles, but what's the point of being in a position and you don't have the skills for the position? And I could be honest with myself and my GM and say, you know what, I could learn a few more things. You know, I didn't know everything about, you know, the job. I didn't know a lot of the things that had to be done in operation. Like, so there was so much that I needed to learn. So I w- I humbled myself and I told God, okay, I'm going to surrender. I'm going to submit to you. And I also told my GM, I'm going to submit to you. And let me tell you how good God is. Hallelujah. When you make a decision, right, when you make a decision to do the will of God, because that's most important. That's key that not only you make a decision so God can bless it, but you got to make sure you're making a decision that is lining up with the will of God. Let me tell you what happened. I did get demoted. I did lose my title, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you the goodness of God. I may have lost the title, but I never lost my money. My GM came to me and she sat me down. She said, because you handled it. She said, honestly, it was like, you know, five other managers who did not take it well. Five other them was like two of them quit the other, you know, two other like no, two of them quit and three of them just had like a really nasty attitude. So she sat me down and she said, you know what? Out of all the managers, you was the only one who handled this maturely and with a great attitude. Internally, I was crying, <laughs> but I wouldn't present myself outside like that as a woman of God. So all she saw was me carrying myself as a woman of God. I didn't get outside of character and I didn't let what was hurting me on the inside show up on the outside. So that woman looked at me and she said, and because of how are you how you responded, yes, you will be an assistant manager, but I'm not going to take your money. And right now at the job that I am, I'm the only assistant manager getting paid a manager's salary. I made the decision to humble myself to the will of God because God told me he wanted me there. And when I stayed, not only did I... God blessed me, but I also saw the souls and I also saw the reason why God wanted me to be at that location. The people that gave their life to the Lord, the people that, you know, God used me as an instrument in their life to encourage and to love on them. And still day after day, I interact with so many people being at this particular location that I I believe that the promises of God showed up in my life when I humbled myself, yielded and made a decision to do the will of God in an uncomfortable position because, Hey, I can be honest with you. One of the biggest reasons why I didn't want to be demoted, because you know, in most cases, when you get demoted, they take your money. So, you know, a lot of pride, I was dealing with a lot of pride that God had to even deal with me with. I'm like, Lord, I don't want to be an assistant and I need my money. Like, uh-uh, I, I mean, no, <laughs> I need my money. Jesus, come on. You can't do this to me. But sometimes we really have to humble ourselves before God to see the biggest and greatest blessing. And I, I witnessed God do that in my own life. And now I am still where I am still being his assistant, assistant, yet God is blessing me beyond my imagination, beyond my imagination to now he's starting, you know, he, he's blessing me to the point that I'm working on my own business. Amen. I'm working on my own business because I yielded to the voice of God, And not my will, but your will be done. And I made a decision. I didn't waver in it. I just said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do what you want me to do. And I stayed there. So there's some decisions that you guys need to make this morning. If you want God to bless it, you need to make a decision. And your decision needs to line up with his will. So you need to go to God to find out what is his will for that situation that you're in. So he can begin to bless you. Amen. I encourage you this morning. Let my testimony be an encouragement that when God will bless, God want to bless you, but he is going to put us in situations where we have to humble ourselves and trust that he is God. If I would have gotten my feelings, if I would have been caught up in titles, if I would have been caught up in pride, like, uh-uh, I want to go somewhere and be a man. It, it, nobody, God don't care about no titles. We got it. We got to get out of our mind and get out of titles. Titles don't make us who we are. And it was in my beginning stages, in my beginning walks with God. I was with the company at the time. I was with the company at the time for like four, four years. So I was, you know, smelling myself a little bit prideful. But God really had to shift my heart and cause me to really humble myself and make decisions that line up with his will and not what I want and not what look good on paper because everything that looked good on paper ain't good in person. So God has to shift how I saw things, shift how I looked at myself, get out of how I thought people looked at me and challenge myself to the point that the only person I wanted to please was God and not people. That I didn't care how people looked at me when they, when they found out that I got demoted. That I didn't care how people looked at me when they found out that I lost my earthly position or title at that job. Because even though I got demoted in the natural, I got promoted in the spirit. The minute I humbled myself before God, he promoted me in the spirit, okay? And God began to open doors that no man can shut. And he start positioning me and shifting and lining things up for my behalf. And I'm starting to see the manifestations of them fall before me. So I encourage you today to get sound minded, to begin to make sound decisions, begin to make a decision. Don't be double minded in what it is that you're asking God for. Whatever that you want God to do, whatever it is that you want God to do in your life, you need to make a decision with your heart and not with your mouth. And say, Lord, what do you want me to do? What is your will? And whatever your will is, I'm going to do it. And when you make the decision to follow the will of God, you will be blessed beyond your imagination. So I encourage you today to start making some heart decisions, not just some mind decisions, some heart decisions, some nevertheless, not my will, your will will be done decisions. It's those decisions that God will open up the windows of heaven. It is those decisions that God will open up doors that no man can shut. It is those decisions that you need to make today. Nevertheless, oh God, not my will, but your will be done. I really want you to meditate on that scripture of Jesus being in the garden of Gethsemane where everything was hurting him. He was crying. The Bible said he was sweating blood. And he, he really, he, it was that, I really don't know if I want to go to this cross moment. But he made a decision. He didn't walk back and forth in the garden. I don't know, do I want to do it? I don't want to do it. Do I want to do it? I don't want to do it. He said it one time. Lord, if this cup can't pass from me, Nevertheless, not my will, yours be done. He made the decision. He went to the cross, and me and you are reaping the blessings of him going to the cross. Amen? Your decision is not just for you. The decisions that God needs you to make is going to bless you generationally. The decision that Abraham made blessed him generationally. Amen? God is a generational God. And he wants your family and your sons and your daughters and their sons and their daughters and their sons and their daughters to reap the benefits of your obedience and your nevertheless god not my will but your will be done we are reaping the benefits the grace the mercy we are able to go boldly to the throne room of grace because jesus made a decision to nevertheless father so imagine the decisions that god is waiting on you to make that are going to be beneficial to your children, beneficial to your grandchildren, beneficial to your cousins, your aunts, your grand, your whole family could be waiting on you to make a decision. Be not double-minded this morning because a double-minded person is unstable in all their ways and God can't trust a double-minded person. But God can trust a person who is steadfast, who is sound-minded and has and have a nevertheless heart. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. I know that was a lot this morning, but that will was on my heart this morning. And I, nevertheless, I'm not gonna give you always what I think is good. My will is to do the will of the Father. This is the word that was on my heart this morning and I'm to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. It's kind of heavy for a a morning message, but to God be the glory. And I pray each and every one of you take it and let the spirit of the Lord minister to you out today. Because I know we all have some real decisions to make. Some nevertheless, nevertheless decisions that are going to be beneficial to our entire family. So I pray that the spirit of God rest upon you even now. I pray that the Holy Spirit open up the eyes of your understanding. I pray that he gives you greater insight. I pray that the spirit of the Lord rest upon you that you may know what is the will of God for your life in every area of your life. I pray even now a supernatural peace to rest upon you once you receive the will of God that you will begin to move effectively and fervently in that thing according to the promises of God, according to the word of God, according to the heart of God that you will Will just begin to move and operate in the realm of obedience in the name of jesus i pray that angels are on assignment warring against the deceivers warring against the demonic forces that will try to lie to you that will try to pull you away from the the will of God that will try to pull you away from the word of God i i come against and i rebuke the tormentors even now i come against the lying spirits even now that would hinder you from hearing the will of God for your life and i plead the blood over your ears even now i plead the blood Over your heart, even now, I plead the blood over your mind, even now. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, let your blood be spread abroad under the sound of my voice. Oh, God, every son, every daughter, oh, God, under the sound of my voice, I plead your precious blood. Cover them with a divine hedge of protection, Father. Open their eyes, oh, God, and begin to whisper in their ears your will for their life in the name of Jesus. That they can walk accordingly, that they can walk, oh, God, sound minded, that they can make a decision knowing your will for their life, knowing what it is that you want them to do for today knowing what it is that you want them to do in their family knowing what it is what you want them to do for their ministry knowing what it is that you want them to do for their jobs father in the name of jesus let your mercy be abound today let your grace be sufficient enough for each and every one of your sons in the name of jesus i glorify you and i honor you even now for it is done for it is your great pleasure that your children know your will O god It is your heart's desire that we know what it is that you expect of us and what you require of us. So I thank you in advance as you begin to whisper in the ears of your children that they may know what is your desire for their life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I glorify you, I honor you, I worship you, and I exalt your holy name. Amen. I love you, family, and I'll talk to you later tonight. Bye-bye.